Well, that surely wasn't good. It was MLW Azteca episode two, and uh, it was it's it's outside. There's a small crowd, and if they concentrate on the wrestling, it really goes okay. The wrestling is actually better these days on MLW. Um, some of it, but um, they will concentrate on that soap opera thing with Cesar Duran. Good God! Right, well, let me take you through some of what happened. Both the, uh, the okay and the, um, challenging. Cesar Duran says early on, he received some nasty tweets. Well, I mean, you know, he, he just needs to listen to this podcast to understand what I think his work is like. Oh, it's about Hammerstone, is it? Everything t- this week is about where's Hammerstone? Because, of course, there's nothing better with your champion who's carrying the company than making him look really weak by beating him up to a si- with a single cookie shot to the head last week by Pagano and carting him off. Since he became champion, he's done nothing but fight. We don't, we don't know what kind of champion he is. We don't know what he's going to do because he's just constantly fighting fires and he looks really weak. Okay, 5150. Do you know I said that their shtick or the shtick they've been given by MLW, Slice Boogie and Danny Limelight, who are a great tag team and great wrestlers on their own merit as well, it's a little bit hackneyed. And this week, they're doing their usual shouty promo in an underground parking garage. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, they're first still up, because they're the tag team champions, with Scalibur. That's who Excal was. They were, they were calling him that last week, but I didn't know. Because they hadn't really, the commentary team hadn't really bothered to tell me. Um, and Destiny, or Black Destiny, if you want to call him that. He, he's called Destiny. They're calling him Black Destiny. All right, so there's some good work here, particularly Slice Boogie lifting Limelight up so we can get a double stomp. A huge throw to Limelight from Boogie so that he can take Excal out on the, uh, at the buckle with a huge kick. And then Limelight is powerbombed onto, onto his own man by Scalibur, I think. And there's a massive Slice Boogie Wheelbarrow Suplex. That is something very special. And their finisher, I think it's called the 456. 456, 789. It's certainly not a 10, because what it is, is Daniel Limelight on top, top rope, Slice Boogie Power Slam, while Danny Limelight stomps on the back. So you'd be hurt by the Power Slam, but you'd be thinking, ooh, did somebody just, somebody just smack me on the back as well? Well, that's the extra little bit that I, that's going to put me right out. Anyway. It's the pin. They retain an Aerostar and Drago come in because they want the tag team championships. Where is Hammerstone? We're asking again, again, again. Sadio Vega's gone to um, Puerto Rico. No, he's already in Puerto Rico. Alicia Atut has gone to Puerto Rico. She's giggling. <laughs> he's just talking about how he wants his IWA title back. And although he's in Puerto Rico... He's going to be on the programme later, so 
you might as well not have bothered to go to Puerto Rico. You might as well have waited till he came here and then chatted with him. We talked to Enzo, who feels he isn't respected, which... And, and he's suspended later on, so what they're doing is this bad boy persona thing. Oh, I'm so bored with it. Anyway, Alex Kane, Mr. Ordinary, with Mr. Thomas versus Aerostar, because he's here already, you might as well get him in. Aerostar has some really good work here. Alex Kane, not so much. Nice corkscrew plancher from, from Aerostar. Fall away slam from Alex Kane, who doesn't move well at all. Step up Tope from Aerostar. Then 515 in or in. 5150 are in. 5150 are out. To push Aerostar off the top. And there's the, the Kahatijame, whatever it's called. It's a choke, really. And Aerostar fades, and that's it. Alex Kane is not as good as people think he is. He's not half as good as people think he is. Here's Julio Sparks. He's, he's a guerrilla journalist, you know. He isn't. He talks to Cesar, who's just walked out of a room, and he's got his phone to record him. But you don't need that, do you, Julio? Because you've got a cameraman with you. He's recording what's going on, or she's recording what's going on anyway. You don't need the phone as well, do you? There's a henchman who comes in to, to say, to, to be given some orders, and then there's Nduka. Finally! Hammerstone's been struggling for weeks. Nduka's only just come in to follow his friend. Come into my room, says Cesar. There's a blue, there's a, um, not a blue, a red tinge from there, which is quite nice, actually. And um, Sparks said, I'm going to be following the henchman. Then we've got Mads Kruger, who can be heard a bit more this week. He must have cut a hole in his mask. He's with the woman who talks to, with, with Cesar. He wants to, he wants Jacob Fatu, who we'll hear from next week, but to do that, he's got to go through Bestia, say, 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 666, and that'll be next week. And, oh, dear me. Then we've got Niles Garvin, who's, he's kind of like, he's a Mance Warner type character, isn't he? He's chewing backy when they first see him. And obviously he's not used to chewing backy because he can't actually speak through it. He has to spit it out, but he just isn't weird enough. You don't think, God, oh, you're strange, man. I don't think that at all. Here's Savio Vega versus Pagano. Vega comes out, he's announced. Crowd are silent. Only when they kind of see him get closer to them, do a few of them clap. And there's a little cheer. It's not the kind of frenetic opening he wanted, really. He's fighting Pagano. And then we see Davy Richards, who's turned up with the Opera Cup. But he's lying without... The Opera Cup, where's it got? I don't care. Where is Hammerstone? Where's the Opera Cup? Where's the wrestling? That's what I want to know. Okay, there's punches. There's a Pagano clothesline. Nice springboard elbow from Pagano. This is all Pagano stuff. Savio Vega blades at one point. He can barely throw Pagano into the buckle. That much is clear. Then thumbtacks come out. They're both up top. Pagano is thrown torso first, so, you know, chest first into the thumbtacks. Then he throws a load in Savio Vega's face. Oh, my eyes, they've been thumbtacked. I don't think so. Then there's a lovely moonsault, actually, with the chair for the Pagano win. And just when we think it might finish on wrestling, 
No, we go down to the basement. Emilio Sparks is there. The gorilla reporter. He's not. And the henchman goes to a big place at the end of the... There's a, there's a door with a, a bit of a sort of hole in it. That you, like a thing that you... Like a sort of little door in it. His arm comes through Hammerstone. He grabs the, the henchman. It's Richard Holiday. Oh dear, he lets him, sets him free and all that. He's not been tied up or anything, or the door's not locked. Just lets him out. So could not Hammerstone have got out the door? It's not locked. The henchman didn't have a didn't have a key or anything. So what could he not just have got out himself? No, he's your champion and he needs help. That's a weak champion, ain't it? Oh, MLW. So confused. This soap opera thing has got to go. Get some more wrestling in that ring. Get some more good lucha stars. You've got some people on your roster who can really do the business. Get them in. Stop this Cesar thing. Stop the henchman. And stop treating Hammerstone like he's like he can't cope. Then we might be able to talk. Ta-ta.